0: pastor Xavier Reese and the simple truth.
1: The rebellion of King Belshazzar was exalting himself against God. He challenged God's authority. Daniel reminded the king, you have lifted yourself up against the Lord of heaven. Earthly king, more powerful than heaven? You have glorified yourself. You must think you're God. What you're gonna find out at the end of this night, who God
0: is. Welcome to Simple Truths, the daily half-hour study of God's Word with Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. The destruction of the Kingdom of Babylon had long been foretold, and often, even to the point that the very day it was to be overthrown, the writing was on the wall, figuratively and literally. Coming up, Pastor Xavier has the story of Belshazzar the King whose lavish self-sufficiency turned out to be the very source of his downfall. Let's listen now for more simple truths drawn from our continuing study series of Daniel, who once again was called upon to boldly interpret God's intentions.
1: Daniel chapter 5 is our text, and the message is entitled, God Judge Belshazzar. The date is 539 B.C. Nebuchadnezzar has been dead for 23 years and Jeremiah's prophecy of judgment on Babylon is about to be fulfilled. Jeremiah 25, 12 says, Then it will come to pass when 70 years are completed that I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation and the land of the Chaldeans for their iniquity, says the Lord Yahweh, and I will make it a perpetual desolation. And he said this when Babylon was a great empire. But it's here. The day is here. The scene is a drunken feast Belshazzar was having for his thousands of lords. And as he continues to drink, he uh, asks for those vessels of Nebuchadnezzar brought forth from the temple to be brought to celebrate a drunken origin. In verse 1 down through 10, God was, who reigns in the heavens, as we've seen, and sets whoever he wills upon the thrones on earth and removes them, then caught the attention of Belshazzar. Belshazzar saw the hand of God right up opposite the lampstand on the plaster of the wall in his palace, pronouncing his death and the fall of Babylon. Now he didn't know that, but God did. His thoughts were troubled. Fear gripped him. He immediately commanded for the astrologers to come, the Chaldeans, the soothsayers to interpret. Whoever could read it would be rewarded. Clothed in purple, chain of gold, made the third ruler of the kingdom. But no one was able to do that. So Belshazzar is greatly troubled and his lords astonished. All this was going on inside the walls of Babylon as the Medo-Persian empires are outside the wall of Babylon surrounding the kingdom. The walls, remember, are huge. You'll get different styles dimensions from commentator, but 300, 350 high, about 35, 40 feet beneath the surface they couldn't dig. You're talking about 80, 87 feet wide, 250 towers, 100 feet high, 100 gates of brass, moles, bridges, ferries, underground tunnels to the Euphrates. The drunken feast under these circumstances was a clear message by Belshazzar that Babylon was impregnable. Indestructible, unconquerable. His enemies are outside. I'm secure. You'll never get in the city. I can get drunk and not worry about it. Wow, what a picture of the world. Thou fool, tonight your soul's required of you. Daniel 5 comes in chronological order after chapter 7 and 8. 1 through 4 is chronological in order. 5 comes after chapters 7 and 8. What we want to do is examine the solution for Belshazzar here to understand the writing on the wall, and it's laid out for us in a threefold movement. Let me read here for us, beginning verse 10. "'The queen, um, because of the words of the king and the lords, came to the banquet hall, and the queen spoke, saying, "'O king, live forever.' Do not let your thoughts trouble you, nor let your countenance change. There is a man in your kingdom, in whom is the Spirit of the Holy God, and in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods were found in him, and King Nebuchadnezzar your father, your father, the king, made him chief of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers, inasmuch as an excellent spirit of knowledge, understanding, and interpreting dreams, solving riddles, and explaining enigmas, were found in this Daniel, whom the king made name Belteshazzar, now let Daniel be called, and he will give you the interpretation. Then Daniel was brought in before the king, the king spoke and said to Daniel, Are you that Daniel who was one of the captives from Judah, whom my father the king brought from Judah? I have heard of you that the Spirit of God is in you, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Now the wise men the astrologers have been brought in before me, that they should read the writing and make known to me the interpretation, but they could not give the interpretation of this thing. And I have heard of you, that you can give the interpretation and explain enigmas. Now, if you can read the writing, make known to me the interpretation, you should be clothed with Purple and have a chain of gold around your neck, and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said, Before the king, let your gifts be for yourself, and give your rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing to the king and make known to him the interpretation. O king, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar, your father, a kingdom, majesty, glory, and honor. And because of the majesty that he gave him, all people, nations, languages trembled and fear before him. Whoever he wished, he executed. Whoever he wished, he kept alive. Whoever he wished, he set up. And whomever he wished, he put down. But when his heart was lifted up and his spirit was hardened in pride, he was disposed from his kingly throne, and they took his glory from him. Then he was driven from the sons of men. His heart was made like the beast, and his dwelling was with the wild donkeys. They fed him with grass like ox, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till he knew that the Most High God ruled in the kingdom of men and appointed over whoever he chooses. But you, his son, Belshazzar, have not humbled yourself Although you knew all these, and you have lifted yourself up against the Lord of heaven, they have brought the vessels of his house before you, and you and your lords, your wives, and your concubines have drunk wine from them. And you have praised the gods of silver and of gold, bronze and iron, wood and stone, whom do not see, hear, or know. God, in whom your breath is in his hand and owns all your ways, you have not glorified. Then the fingers of the hand were sent from him, and this writing was written. And this is the inscription that was written, "Mini, mini, tekel, ufarsin. This is the interpretation. Each word, meaning, God has numbered your kingdom and finished it. Tekel, you have been weighed in the balances and found wanting. Peres, your kingdom has been divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then Belshazzar gave the command, And they clothed Daniel with purple and put a chain of gold around his neck and made a proclamation concerning that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. That very night, Belshazzar, king of the Chaldeans, was slain. And Darius the Mede received the kingdom, being about 62 years old. The solution of Belshazzar understand the writing on the walls is laid out for us in three movements. First, we have the recommendation of the queen, to bring Daniel, verse 10 down to 16. Then we have the castigation of Belshazzar by Daniel, verses 17 through 24. And then the interpretation of the writing by Daniel, 25 through 31. The recommendation of the queen to bring Daniel comes first. Notice in verse 10 through 12, the queen declared the qualification of Daniel. The queen came to the aid of the king. How interesting. The reason, notice, was that she had heard the words of Belshazzar and the lords, being fearful and mystified over the writing. The words of the queen were both courteous and comforting. Protocol, O king live forever. We've seen this before by the astrologers. The offer of hope. Do not let your thoughts be troubled, nor let your countenance be changed or altered. Verse 11, the queen knew about a man that could read the writing. She declared to the king he was of a different spirit. Don't miss this. In whom is the spirit of the holy God, there in verse 11. And she told him the man had proven himself during the days of his grandfather. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, the wisdom of the gods were found in him. There's no word in Aramaic for grandfather. He's using it as Abraham, our father, in the descendant line. And that's how he's using it. But he's grandfather, and we'll see this. Now, she informed them, still in verse 11, that his grandfather Nebuchadnezzar had put Daniel as a head of all these wise men. Chief of the musicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, the soothsayers. Now, we know the history. We've been tracking it. She advised the king that based on his proven qualifications, it would be a good idea for him to call Daniel. (laughs) He was intellectually superior. Notice in as much as an excellent spirit, knowledge, and understanding. In verse 12 there. He was specially gifted spiritually, interpreting dreams. We know this from chapter 2. Solving riddles, explaining enigmas puzzle-like things. He was identified by the name of his Hebrew background and his pagan name. These were found in Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. He's a man of God in a pagan land, but he serves as God in the midst of the land. Parents, be careful you don't justify your children and say, well, it is a lot harder than when I grew up, so what's your point? The ability for you or your children to live godly is not dependent upon the generation that they live. It's based upon who they serve. Very important. Otherwise, we start justifying our children and enabling them to live in sin while we say we're living for God. You have to be real careful. He would not disappoint Belshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will give the interpretation. Would to God some of us as Christians had as much confidence in God as this pagan woman had in the God of Daniel. (laughs) He says, you call him straight up, you'll get an answer, guaranteed. Notice in 13 through 16, the king determined to confirm the qualifications from the very mouth of Daniel. In 13, Belshazzar verified his identity. The 81-year-old man, At this point, if he was 16 when he came into the kingdom in 605, is escorted before the king. You can see this old man just walking, slow, all great. Daniel knows exactly what's going on. The king doesn't have a clue. The questioning asked by the king was if he was that particular Daniel. This is crisis time, okay? You want to make sure you have the right guy. Regarding the nationality. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Are, are you that Daniel who is the one of the captives from Judah? And then regarding his relationship to his grandfather, whom my father the king brought from Judah? You see, Belshazzar here related what he had been told about Daniel and also his spiritual abilities. Look at 14. The queen had told him, I have heard of you. This is the first time that Belshazzar sees Daniel. Daniel has gone through every reigning king. This is the last. In fact, this is the last night. The source of his abilities was found in God. The spirit of God is in you. And the light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Oh, be so careful when people try to give you the glory. Now, we understand when non-believers and pagans do this because they they don't want to hear your gospel. They don't want to hear your little sad stories. But when they get sick... When they get an accident, when they get in trouble, they're going to call you. So make sure your heart is open to give them the word and not say, well, I'm not going to talk to you now. Really? Aren't you the light of the world? Aren't you to give an answer to every man for the reason of the hope that lies in you with meekness and fear? Are you so good that you're offended at their rejection of you? Or do you really understand that they're rejecting God? God? We can get tweaked as Christians, can't we? Belshazzar declared the problem at hand. He confessed to Daniel the inability of his wise men to read the writing in verse 15. The astrologers brought him in. They should read, interpret it. No way. They can't do it. Like 65 years ago, when Nebuchadnezzar brought them in in chapter 2, verse 2 through 11. Now, he proposed to Daniel an offer based on his spiritual abilities, verse 16. The king was going on hearsay. And I have heard of you, that you can give interpretations and explain enigmas. So the king was promising a reward to Daniel if he could decipher the writing. If you read the writing, make it known to me, its interpretation, you'll be clothed with purple, chain of gold, declared to be the third ruler of the kingdom. God always has his servants in high positions of government to warn and remind those about the power of God and their responsibility and accountability to God. We have Joseph as an example. We have Daniel. We have Nehemiah and many others. I don't have to know who they are, but I know God has his people. Likewise, there will be people that God will lead us to share Christ with. Some of these will have been atheists all their life now in America because we're living in a different America. Some will be um, seeped in this progressive, liberal, humanistic education that just looks to man. Some of them will be those who have been indoctrinated in the religion of evolution for the origin of man. And some of them will just be good moral people. They're the hardest to reach. (laughs) But God will bring them to you and I. He'll open those doors. God's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, 2 Peter 3, 9 says. That's the heart of God. You are an example, and so am I, if we're saved. There will be people that find themselves in many difficult situations in life. Some of us who have lived for a set time in the Lord have seen much of this in reality as we see other people's lives. Having pursued what they believe to be the fulfillment of their life, they go for it. Perhaps a career in academics with the goal to be admired by their colleagues, but um, at the expense of their marriage and family too often. Perhaps it was the seeking of pleasure of every kind, considering themselves free, unrestrained, unrestricted, unbound to these moral mores and norms of this puritanical, only to pay the price of consequences of their choices. Perhaps it was becoming um, very wealthy. That was the goal, only to realize that you can't buy love. Some of the loneliest people have a lot of money. Paul put it this way in 1 Corinthians 1, 18-21. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring the nothing, the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the dispute of this age? What a perfect text for right here, these guys. Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. Foolishness of the message preached, not the preaching of foolishness. The recommendation of the queen to bring Daniel was the hand of God. God has never been late. God has never said in heaven, oh, what am I going to do now? Okay. <laughs> I've told you often, God's not biting his nails. He's on the throne. Notice secondly, comes the castigation of Belshazzar by Daniel. In 17 through 21, the rebuke of the king by Daniel was for not learning what his grandfather's rebellion had brought upon him in defying God. Don't miss this. In 17, Daniel had no patience with Belshazzar, he's going to school him right now in history. He disdained the reward, knowing there would be no kingdom tomorrow. You think you're offering me some? Dude, you're dead tonight. Daniel answered and said before the king, let your gifts be for yourself and give your reward to another. <laughs> but he declared he would decipher it. Yet I will read the writing to the king and make known the interpretation. In 18 and 19, Daniel reminded the king he was accountable for knowing God had placed his grandfather on the throne. Listen carefully. God was responsible for Nebuchadnezzar's rule of Babylon. O King, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar your father, meaning grandfather, a kingdom and majesty, glory, and honor. We're going to get to the end, the punchline is, and you knew all this. Parents, you teach your children from the day you bring them home. The older they get, the more light they have. When they live contrary to that light, you get them. Why? Because they're accountable. When they say, I didn't know, you go, come here. (laughs) What do you mean you didn't know? (laughs) Belshazzar's getting a spanking here. Look at nineteen. God was responsible for Nebuchadnezzar's absolute authority. And because of the majesty that he gave him, all people, nations, languages, trembled in fear before him. Man, nobody messed with Neb, remember? Bad dude. Whoever he wished, he executed. Nobody said nothing. Whoever he wished to keep alive, let him live. Whoever he wanted to set up, he did. Whoever he wanted to put down, no committee, no law, no nothing. He was ahead of gold. And in 2021, Daniel reminded the king he was accountable for knowing God had humbled his grandfather, Belshazzar, had all the information he needed to make the right decision. When his heart was lifted up and his spirit was hardened in pride, he was deposed from his kingly throne, and they took his glory from him. He knew his grandfather had lived as an animal. Then he was driven from the sons of men. His heart was made like the beast. His dwelling was with the wild jack- donkeys or jackasses. Man, what a humility is that? From king to fellowshipping with jackasses. Pretty good, huh? How sad. They fed him with grass like oxen. Body was wet with the dew of heaven. He knew all this. He knew his grandfather had humbly come to God, the God of the Jews, till he knew that the Most High God rules in the kingdom of men and appointed over it whoever he chooses. The rebuke of the king was for his own rebellion to defy God now. He gave him a history lesson. Now, in verse 22, the pride of the king, Belshazzar, was more offensive to God than Nebuchadnezzar. He had been more rebellious towards God. But you, his son, Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart. What a contrast now between he and his grandfather. He has sinned against light, although you knew all this. The rebellion of King Belshazzar was exalting himself against God. Look at 23. He challenged God's authority. And you have lifted yourself up against the Lord of heaven. Earth? More powerful than heaven? Earthly king? More than the king in heaven? He defied God's holiness. Verse 23 still. They have brought the vessels of his house before you. You and your lords, your wives, your concubines have drunk wine from them. And he joined God's vessels to idols. Praise the gods of silver, gold, bronze, iron, wood, and stone, which do not see, hear, or know. God hates idolatry. He acted as if he was God. And the God who holds your breath in his hand and owns all your ways... You have not glorified. You've glorified yourself. You must think you're God. What well, you're going to find out at the end of this night who God is. Wow.
0: Just as the simple truth of Hebrews 10.31 warns, it is indeed a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And though we've obviously had to break in only part way through this study of Daniel chapter 5, Pastor Xavier Reese will be bringing the conclusion for us next time. Now you can hear this message again online anytime by selecting today's date at the radio listings link at calvarychapelpasadena.com. And of course, as always, you can pick up your own personal copy of this study as well. And the title you want to ask for is simply, God Judge Belshazzar. It's available on CD for just $4. And make sure you pass on this study to a friend in your church or Bible study when you're through. Once again, the title to ask for is God Judge Belshazzar, or simply mention today's date. You can request your copy by writing Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. Or to make your request by phone, And then join us for more Simple Truths next time with Pastor Xavier Reese. Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese, a daily half hour broadcast, is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. www.calvarychapelpasadena.com